Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. If it's serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it's encouraging, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it's leadership, let him govern diligently. If it's mercy, let him do it cheerfully. So every one of you, as a Christian, have at least one of these motivational gifts. Typically, you have two or three mixed in together. That's how God wired you. He didn't wire you like someone else. He wired you like you. You're unique. God has blessed every person with unique skills. You may be good at speaking, you may be a prayer warrior, or your skills may be in the area of administration. Whatever your gifts, you're meant to use them for the work of the kingdom. Today's message will be a reminder that God's work is done through His children. Pastor Mark will urge you to contribute your time, energy, and resources to see the gospel message advance, but to do that in a way that you've been uniquely called. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in John chapter 14 with today's edition of Lessons for Living. Servant and steward, one day as a Christian, I'm going to stand before God. You're not going to stand with me. You're going to stand by yourself. And God's going to say to you, I'm going to reward you according to these two things. Were you a faithful servant? Faithful. Faithful in what? Well, I gave you gifts. I gave you time. I gave you possessions. I gave you abilities I gave you money. Were you a good steward of it? And see, because you listen to this and you're going to change, you're going to be so thankful. I'm very serious. Because when you stand before him, he's going to say, enter in, welcome. Man, look at the gifts. See, everyone that's received the gift of salvation is going to be in heaven. But heaven isn't the same for everyone. We're going to get all kinds of rewards depending on whether we're a faithful servant and an efficient steward. If you look at today's newspaper, you'll see in the headline, somebody was an investor of condos on Indian Harbor Beach or whatever, and somehow it's gone broke, and all these people in Brevard County have lost money. He wasn't a good steward of their investment. When you stand before God... You're going to remember this teaching. You say, Pastor Mark, because of that teaching in June 2007, 
I realize that I, I need to be a great steward for God. Everything that he's given me, all the gifts, the time, talent, money, I, I, I changed from that day. My outlook was different. And I became a faithful servant and a very efficient steward. I use my gifts really well. Thanks. Because all these things I got is because I listened to you teach the word and I changed my life. You know, quite often as a pastor, I'll get an email, and this has happened over the last 15 years. I'll get an email and they'll say this. Pastor Mark, I stopped you at the end of a service. I had a counseling session with you. I emailed you, and you told me from God's word what to do. But I, I didn't do it. I wish now I would have done it. I get that very often. Not because I'm Mr. Wise Man. Oh no, I just give them the Bible. So I have to say to them, okay, you can't do anything about the past, let's start again. Of course, train wrecks behind. Don't have a train wreck in heaven. It's too late. Listen to what I'm going to teach you. Faithful servant, efficient steward of your gifts, your times, your abilities. Now, what causes me not to be faithful? What causes me not to use my gifts? Here it is. Some of you have never been to California, so you're familiar with a restaurant. But if you want to make a lot of money, if that's your goal, and you got a lot of money and a lot of time, just put an In-N-Out burger in Brevard County and make a fortune. I don't know why we don't have any, but that's neither here nor there. It's a great burger place. Notice, what is my problem? Why do we have issues? Here, we have to fight the drive-through mentality. In our churches, that says this, feed me, teach me, entertain me, provide for me, serve me. That's the mentality of the church. Feed me, teach me, entertain me, provide for me, serve me. And we do. But because you do nothing and something doesn't go right, you just drive to the next church. Feed me, teach me. Entertain me. Not good there? Okay, we'll go to another one. And all the time, the clock is ticking. And nothing you're doing for Christ is counting. Nothing. And I'm speaking to thousands of people that will stand before God and go, Ah, you've been gifted. And you sit on the sidelines Instead of in the game. Understand why contribute is a God-given gift. And you are so useful to God. And he wants you. Now, look quickly. Turn to Romans chapter 12. Look quickly at how you can get involved. I don't have time today, but there's a, there's a, a DVD series that I did on the gifts. It has a Mr. Potato Head on the front to show you all kind of things. Some of you are hand, a foot, whatever. Romans chapter 12 gives us seven motivational gifts. Every Christian has one of these gifts. And you use it in the kingdom of God. Notice, look at verse 5. So in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. So these Gifts that God's given me are gifts. I didn't earn them. God just said, Pastor Mark, you're going to be an exhorter. You're going to be a teacher. Use the gift I gave you. 
Give Him honor. Give Him glory. Use it. Don't abuse it. Don't let it lie dormant. So notice, here's these gifts. If the man's gift, woman's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it's serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it's encouraging, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it's leadership, let him govern diligently. If it's mercy, let him do it cheerfully. So every one of you, as a Christian, have at least one of these motivational gifts. Typically, you have two or three mixed in together. That's how God wired you. He didn't wire you like someone else. He wired you like you. You're unique. Now, here's what I've discovered. When I find that gift or those gifts, and I operate them with humility and with excellence, or at least I strive to, I don't always accomplish that by any means, here's what I discover. I find fulfillment, I find purpose, and I find meaning in life. You see, if I'm not doing and serving as God made me, I just absolutely don't have meaning and purpose in my life. You remember we prayed for Paris Hilton, that God would just begin speaking to her. Somebody sent me an email. Of course, we don't know what's happening, but I think she called Barbara Walters and whatever, and we'll just continue to pray for her. But evidently, evidently, she has written and said, I'm searching for purpose in my life now. I'm mid-20s. I've been acting like a kid. This is crazy. So she's starting reading books. Of course, she's reading The Secret, which is the latest hot book, which is nothing but new age garbage. Don't read it. It's foolishness. But she's also reading, she told Barbara Walters, the Bible. Well, where will you find purpose in meeting? From truth. So we prayed that she does. We already prayed that, didn't we? And here she said, I'm going to stay in jail till they release me. And I'm going to change my life. Well, I pray that God will change your life. I'm praying that I get an opportunity to go talk to her. Man, I love it. I don't know. It's about her. But see, I can have my neighbor that I can talk to. You will never find, even as a Christian, you won't find purpose until you're doing what God told you to do. I love doing this. Can you imagine if I didn't want to do this? And if I didn't want to study and I got up here and going, I don't have much to say today. The golf, I was watching golf all day. I said, I don't have any time to study. Anybody got an idea? Let's talk about it for a moment. Okay, have a nice day. See ya. Now some of you say, man, would it be shorter? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> See, when, when you are doing what God asked you to do, wow, it's incredible. And some of you are not fulfilled because you're not serving. Here's what you want to write. CCFs contribute with passion and zeal and joy. Sometimes we just have to fan the gift a little bit. Maybe that's what I've done for you. You used to serve, but you kind of got in the sidelines. And I'm just trying to fan the gift. Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, this is why I remind you to fan into flame the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands in you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about the Lord. Maybe God has just stirred your gift. You have a passion, but you kind of got sidelined. Look for a way to get involved here. Teaching in the kids' ministry, in the parking lot, and the visitors saying, wherever, just find a place to get yourself involved. Now, Psalms 24 says this, The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world, and all who live in it. I want to teach you something 
that my dad taught me this principle, and I've been practicing in my life for over 50 years. Everything I have is a gift from God. All my money, all my time, all my talents, all my gifts, they're all gifts from God. I'm to be a servant, and I'm to be this person that kind of watches over that. I'm going to be this person that is a good investor. Well, God owns everything I have, my money. Here's what I learned from my dad. 90% is mine. 10% in cooperation with God. My 90%, listen, very. if you get this, you go to heaven very happy. I'm serious. 90% God gives me to use. 10% goes to God. 90%, this has been true in my life for over 50 years, always goes further than 100% without any given to God. Now some of you go, what kind of math is that? I can see you. Let me go it again. Vieira, I see you. My dad taught me everything belongs to God. What if God, what if God would have said in the Bible, no, I don't believe in tithing. 50% goes to me. Oh, it's the big one. It's the heart attack type. <laughs> By the way, if God said 50% is yours, do you believe, do you believe you could do life in 50%? Absolutely. So, here's what happens. God says, 10% is mine off the top. Off the top, every time. That's the starting point. Balmer, you will do life way better with 90% than you could ever do with 100%. That's the truth. In it, you say, well, I don't make a dollar. I make $100,000. Then... 10,000 goes to God, 90 goes to you, you'll always do better with 90 than 100. Well, that can't happen. That's because you don't understand God. Now, if you look around this building today, and around our life, what do we have around here? Well, if you look around here, we have this great building, we have new parking lots, we're just getting ready to finish another classroom building back here, it'll be done in about two months. Think about what's happening. We have a whole group of people in Vieira. We're renting that. We have AC. How many are glad we have AC? Let me see your hand. Praise God. We have AC. We have, uh, last week we did VBS with 900 kids. We provided all that stuff. We have computers. We have live webcasting. We have MP3. We have downloads. We have copters. We have benevolence ministry. We have pastors on staff. We have staff people to take care of you from the moment you're born to the moment you die. We have a team right now in Texas, a group of people that are there looking at seven churches this weekend and also in Oklahoma, we're getting ready to start a brand new building uh, in a not too long distance future with our kids ministry, a brand new kids ministry building. They're there investigating that. We're working on the plans. Vieira's in trouble. Why? Because we're outgrowing the buildings. We're in a school. We don't know what to do. So we're praying. We're looking at land in Vieira. We're looking at another place to rent in Vieira. God's done it. So what are we going to do? Now, when you look at all of these things happening, if we have to do land and building in Vieira, and the kids building back here, that's going to be over $11 million. Now, how does all this happening? Who pays for the bill? How did you get air conditioning on? How did you get lights? What about Vieira? Who paid for the rental of that? Let me show you how it works. You may never from the behind scenes know how it works. Hear how it works. On Monday, the pastors and the elders and the finance committee, we get together every Monday and we determine what the expenses are for the next month. Actually, really, we break it down into four quarters, four times. The next week. And we pray that and fast. And on Tuesday morning, a truck drives up 
And God gets off of it, and he brings the cash right in, and he sets it down here for us. And it's incredible! Man, we have a guard here and everything in case somebody wants to steal it. And every single week, it's wonderful. Now, I know some of you are new today, and you're going, is, is that how it really, really works? Let me say this. No, that is not how it works. Well, how does it work? Here's the next statement you want to write in case you wonder how it works. God's work on earth is accomplished by giving people. That's how it works. So all of these things happen because you give financially. That's the way God designed it. It's not the way I designed it. So what if people stop giving? Well, if people stop giving, the work of God is hindered. You can't do as much as you want to do. This isn't a fundraiser. This is an understanding you can see so clearly what I'm talking about. Look at this next verse and then I'll make an application. In the Old Testament, the writer said this, Malachi chapter 3. Should people cheat or rob God? Well, you know the answer to that question. Hello? No. But God responds, yet you have cheated me. You have robbed me. And then the person responds, what do you mean? I haven't robbed you. God says, when did, I, when did you cheat me? Here. You cheated me of tithes and offerings due to me. You mean that 10% is due to God? Yeah. That's his off the top. Why? It just shows that you recognize that everything came from God. So 10% automatically just goes to God. With a great, grateful heart. Then he goes on, he says, you're under curse because you don't do that. Things aren't happening right in your life. Then he goes on again and he says, here's the, here's the goal. Bring all the tithes, 10% in the storehouse. Storehouse is where you get fed. And so there will be enough food in my temple. See, we care for people who have needs. I, I presented a need last night and this morning. We have a young mom, and we don't do this very often, who needed a car. I had four people in the, second, in the first service that said, I have a car I can give this young mother. Is that good? That's great. That's great. And from time to time, we have a need. And we're going to have more of this as it goes along. We're going to have a need for people to have a room. We're looking for a, a mom and a place for a, a rent, a place she can just be, and maybe a room for two rooms and a home or something for the next six months. We're looking to, to delve out more into this area. Do you know that God cares for the poor? Absolutely he does. And we're going to try to work in that area. So he says, there'll be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord, I'll open the windows of heaven for you. And he'll drive the truck here on Tuesday morning. That's what he really means. But he means in your life. He'll bless you. Like you can't believe. If you'll simply honor him. What ways do we give? Here's the three. These are the ways God designed to give. Tithes, 10% off the top. Offerings. Free will. You just decide you like the Billy Graham organization or Gospel for Asia and you want to just give some money to them. The tithes go to the church. We manage that correctly. We're very astute at doing that. If you've known me as a manager of a hospital pharmacy for years, millions of dollars, God given me the gift to, to handle that. And we do that squeaky clean here. Nobody gets overpaid. Nobody gets under. We just do it beautifully for God because it's his money and we want to honor him. Offerings and then alms. Alms are for the poor. God says, you do those three, I'll take care of you, you take care of my people. To keep your priorities straight, always start with the top. So, CCMs contribute generously. By the way, 
this 10% thing that I learned from God, Linda and I give way more than 10%. None of your business what I give. But I've learned this. No matter what you give, you, if, do you know that J.C. Penney worked on this amount? 10%. He gave 90 to God. You said, well, if I was worth multi-millions, I could give 90 to God. How did that start? It started by giving 10 faithfully to God. And then God just expanded them. He ended up leaving the end of his life on 10% of what he made. 90% went to the Lord, the work of the Lord. So, Proverbs. The generous prosper and are satisfied. Those who refresh others are refreshed themselves. Luke 6.38. If you give, you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full measure, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more and running over. Whatever measure you use in giving, large or small, will be used to measure what is given back to you. Now understand this. I'm going to challenge you. Find your gift and start using it. Take a look at your wallet. I can tell, and I would never do it. I would never look. I never look now. None of the pastors look. I can look at your checkbook or your computer statement from on work or online. Most of us pay our bills online now. You know, you can directly deposit your type check into the church. Here we have people today. You can't give on the web page. That's modern. (laughs) Yes, it's modern. That's all it is. Ask yourself, how much of this goes to God? If you'll practice the 10%, I'll never know it, but if you practice the 10% starting next week, do it for three months. You'll discover that 90% goes farther than 100. I guarantee you, it'll change your life. Now here in Melbourne and Vieira is our five C's. This is who we are. This is how we function. This is how we change the world. Keep it in your Bible. Let God speak to you. Commit, celebrate, connect communicate, and contribute. But it all starts with commit. I can't do any, I can't celebrate unless I become a believer, a follower of Christ. I can't do it. And certainly then I can't connect to other people because we're not related. I can't communicate the good news because I never received it myself. You can't teach something you're not. And last, I'll never find purpose because my giftings are for a believer. God isn't interested in using your talent unless you're on his side. And the only way to get on his side is that core thing that we told you about. Commit. Some of you need to accept Jesus Christ. You need to say today, whoa. I never knew I wasn't going to heaven because I wasn't good enough. I'm ready to ask Jesus Christ to come into my life. This is the important part of the service. This is not a closure of unimportance. This is the most important thing that you will ever decide. Contributing to the work of the kingdom can look different for each person. Pastor Mark shared today that for some, it may look like beginning to tithe. For others, it may be using the gifts and talents you've been given. No matter where you fall today, be encouraged to begin contributing from what God's blessed you with. 
There's so much to learn from Pastor Mark's current series, so be sure to join us again. In the meantime, we'd like to offer you a CD copy of today's message for your own archives or for you to share with friends and family. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and click on Order a Message at the top of the page. There you'll be asked for the mailing information and be sure to include today's date. Each CD costs $5 to cover materials and shipping. Again, to order your CD copy, visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Today's message brought us to the end of Pastor Mark's series, Live for God with Unlimited Potential. In it, you learn that committing to the Lord is the first and most important step to finding true joy and peace. Today, you can make the decision to give your life to Christ. You'll begin a transformation in you that will change you for good. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living and together, let's do life right. in a herd